Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross at Fightful.com. Here with a name you know. Where, where don't you know him from? He's traveled the world. He's been a member of Undisputed Era. He's been North American champion, tag team champion, and now he is helping lead Diamond Mine. Look at that beautiful rash guard. We've got Look at Ryan. this retro grappler. It looks amazing. Uh, thing, I was telling you off right? the air, I thought that looked great. Yeah, look at that. They do beautiful work. Beautiful, beautiful work. It's good stuff. Now, uh, the first question I want to ask you is, I mean, you've got this match with Bobby Fish on, on Tuesday on NXT. But, I mean, that, that, that's a relationship that obviously, if it, if it ever gets repaired, it's going to need mending. I want to know, how did you mend the relationship between Troy and Malcolm Bivens when forming Diamond Mine? Honestly, I haven't really addressed it yet with Troy. His emotions are very, very high. But, you know, I got him a sweet rash guard, too, just to settle him down a little bit. But soon we're going to have to get him. We're going to have to get him in the same room and uh, let him figure it out. But I don't know. I was a little upset. I mean, that was, well, I thought just an amazing skit that you all did with with Troy and, and Malcolm Bivens. How does that even get brought up? Like, who, th- who throws that? That seems like a Malcolm Bivens says, let's do this type of thing. Yeah, I mean, Troy just naturally does that to, to people. <laughs> I mean, Throws him in the knuckle it, lock. <laughs> it, oh, test of strength was this big, big thing for the longest time. Web shooters and, oh, and yeah. knuckle locks. He wants to, to see what you're all about. So, yeah, it was just something that Bivens had brought up to my wife because they had played around and Troy was always doing that to him. And then, yeah, it was really, really funny. And I was so proud of him. And... I can't imagine like when we do some stuff down the road with him. He, he's just a character now, even more so than he was back then. He did great. It was it was fantastic. It was it was one of the things that that uh, stood out during during that that block of programming. So I thought that went over really well. And I mentioned you got Bobby Fish NXT Tuesday, which is going to air on Sci Fi, the, the old home of, of SmackDown, uh, for for a limited period of time. Uh, 
you're facing Bobby Fish. This is a guy that you've wrestled, you've wrestled with for years and years and years. How are you feeling uh, heading into that? I'm ready to just get it over with, honestly. It's one of those things that I have faced him before, and I know what I'm getting myself into. I mean, obviously, I personally don't feel he's the same competitor he was back when I faced him the first time. And I think, I, well, the first time, the yeah. 20 times probably. But And I, and I understand that I, I'm in a level uh, far above him now. So uh, I would, you know, I, I believe I'm going to use him as an example to show everybody exactly what I'm capable of, even though, you know, Bobby fish is dangerous. His, his feet are very, very educated. We always say like the most educated feet in professional wrestling. And when he, he kicks you, he kicks you very hard. It's going to be a fight. And, and I'm looking forward to it because I mean, if you look at the last, what we say, six months, eight months, I haven't been that active in the ring and all I've ever done in my life is wrestle. So to get back in there and be recharged is uh, it's invigorating for me. And I mean, obviously you all had that great run with undisputed air, but you all had teamed as I think as far back as like 10 years ago in Japan, how did you all evolve as competitors, as wrestlers, as friends over that period before what happened happened? Well, it's funny when we did those trips in Japan together, that was, you know, where me and Bobby, actually started getting like pretty close this is far before we really had ever even like wrestled against each other and i actually know him way back from 2003 because he was coming around ring of honor and uh, that's when i first had met him but yeah those long bus rides you have a lot of time to chat and, and get to know people and you know the biggest thing we had in common is you know how, how hard we wanted to work for what we wanted to get no matter what it was and it was something we bonded over and you know so what helped create an opportunity for him to get into ring of honor and to see him do as well as he did there is great obviously i had a a nice little feud with him near the end of my run so uh yeah it, it's just all those those hours on the road together all those miles and just you know him missing his kids and me at that time, trying to figure out my life and, and try to get, you know, the woman of my dreams and hopefully eventually have kids. And I, you know, I am there at this point. So, you know, we just got closer and then, you know, iron sharp, sharpens iron and he, he has a different set of skills than I had back then. And, you know, he helped me, you know, understand the martial arts aspect and adding it to professional wrestling, just like, you know, Kyle, Kyle, someone I've really like looked up to in that sense is he's been able to, to blend such a great mixture of, uh, of martial arts in with professional wrestling. Just, you know, Brian Danielson, I had to be on the end of a lot of his innovative stuff when he first started really using it. So I've, I've had uh, a lot of taste of it. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that's where our relationship was formed and it was nice to, to see everybody succeeding and, uh, you know, when the opportunity came to succeed together, there was no way I was going to pass that up. Now you're in Diamond Mine. I love the group. I mean, anybody that's, that's seen Tyler Rust in the ring knew there was something special there. Anybody who's heard Malcolm Bivens talk know there's something there. And anybody who just knows the name Hideki Suzuki knows, like, what, what he's able to do. There's obviously some MMA influence there. Has your training evolved as a part of that? Is it... 
Is it MMA based? Is it wrestling based with like maybe an MMA twist? How does that work? Yeah, actually, um, in 2012, I started training a little bit. Uh, my buddy Josh Rafferty had moved to Tampa ah. from Cincinnati, and uh, we lived like down the street from each other. And he was always like, "Man, come train, come train." So we would work out together like four or five days a week. And he was one of the first people to be like, "Hey, even if it's not something you're going to do full time, you need to to get on the mat. You need to test yourself." And you know. As I've gotten older, I've gotten more competitive because I've found, you know, more out about myself and how much of an athlete that I truly am, even outside of a, a professional wrestling ring. So then obviously I got uh, very lucky when I met my wife and she's been a huge influence because, uh, I mean, she she lives and breathes martial arts and she has since she's six years old. So to be around that's very inspiring to see what it can do to you and do for you and you know being okay with getting my butt kicked it was very difficult to to be able to handle that kind of stuff but you know back to diamond mine that was the thing that attracted me to this opportunity was it was I, I, i'm now able to bring what is now a big part of my life into who i am as a professional wrestler and you know rust is a guy that just needs opportunities and that's how we grow. And being aligned with me creates opportunities. So he's going to have that chance to grow at a faster rate than he would have by himself. And Bivens unbelievably talented, and he needed a, a chance to have the spotlight on him too. And that's what that's what this brings. And it's it's nice, honestly, from all my time in in wrestling. One of the biggest things I'd love to do is give back, and it's an opportunity just to do that for people you know, that have a ton of potential, but just need an opportunity like people help me get. And then Hideki it has been Hachiman. He is a Japanese God of War. He is a beast and a huge influence on me now. You know, just being able to train together and really just have, you know, he gives me a ton of great insight, like honestly. And it really has turned into a team exactly what we wanted it to do. We, we communicate, you know, constantly we're we're training together you know we're we're training in catch wrestling jujitsu boxing kickboxing and then working on pro wrestling we try to try to do it all and uh to just make ourselves all around the baddest man that we can it's funny how you, you mentioned josh rafferty that seems to be the answer i get from everybody that that's in pro wrestling and mma i mean batista seamus there are so many people in, including several outside of WWE that, that did that. And, and your point about Marina, one of my favorite things is to see people's reaction when they see like a longtime judoka throw somebody. Like, like it's not an issue for somebody like that to throw a full grown man. Like it's just, it's what they're uh, used to. It, it's, yes. it's second nature to them. Yeah, and it, one of the craziest things I've ever seen is uh, after she had Troy, I think it was maybe eight months after she wanted to just do a local competition and she did and there was this girl that was she, she she was a big girl like 315 20 pounds and no one would face her and marina was like i'll do it just because she didn't want that girl to go to this tournament yeah. and uh not have an opportunity to compete and oh my god she almost got her which was crazy it was just really wild to see like physics you know how yeah. When you can control the body, a misstep, anything, and you're gone. And, and there's nothing you could do about it. It's very, very humbling. People, I think a lot of people don't understand. 
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply understand the difference between no training or little training and then high level. I mean, I remember telling a story of when Jessamine was an amateur and she came to our hometown and she participated in a grappling competition and tapped out five people gauntlet style back to back, including three men. Like it's, it's a different, yeah. it's a different level. And that's what you all have going on. And diamond mind, it's a lot of iron sharpens iron. There's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, making each other better there. But before that, I know you would get these inquiries because I sure did a lot of times. People are like, did Roderick Strong really quit? I mean, everybody was like, is he done? Is he moving on? How did you address that personally when people maybe close to you thought that you might be done a few months ago? I did. <laughs> I did. To me, I did. And I was done. Just, you know, honestly, uh, I mean, huge influence from, from Shawn Michaels, but you know, Jamie Noble was one of the first people to ever tell me, like, if it is real to you, it's real to everybody else. And in my head, I just had I would, just all of it, you know, because it's one of those situations where the highlight was obviously on Kyle and Adam. But, you know, the competitor in me wants to be a part of all of that. But the, it, there's just not an opportunity at that time. So for me, this gave me a chance to distance myself, decompress, and, and really think about what I wanted to do. I mean, I have been in a wrestling ring for 25 years and just really taking the time. And thankfully I was gone for a while and this opportunity that was coming about, it was with the right people. And I could, you know, obviously get the spotlight for myself, which I, I feel I deserve and I've worked very hard for, but that along that I can and bring some other guys in to that spotlight and get that on them and, and pass it on to them and, and transfer a lot of this stuff. So it gives more value to my career than just my matches. And, and uh, yeah, no, like I, no, my, my, I told my mom, I quit. Like I was done. Wow. It's yeah. Yeah, my dad, like my family. I was just like, we'll see like what happens down the road. That's and wild. So, and I mean, I yeah. know that Diamond Mine was held in high regard by NXT people because as a part of my job, I'm poking around. I'm trying to find out what's Diamond Mine, who's in it. And it was tight-lipped. Like, I I don't think I heard anything until the afternoon of. And even then, when Hideki Suzuki pops up out there, I'm like, Hideki Suzuki's out here. Like, I had not heard a peep about that even the day of. So, I mean, it's very clear that they, they had these these big plans for you guys. Coming off of something as dominant as Undisputed Era, did you feel like you had to 
to follow up with something like like this because I mean there there are high expectations if you're going to be back on the screen. Yeah, it needed to be a position. No, it honestly needed to be something where there was a lot of pressure on. You know, and I know the saying, "No pressure, no diamonds." It, you know, it's it's just a catchword. But honestly, um, for someone like me that is as competitive as I am, I needed to be put in a position to really be tested to see, you know, if I am who I say I am to myself and to my bosses, and for them to be like, "Okay, we understand you. You know, you want this opportunity." Uh, here you go. And they're, they're going to put it on me. And I don't know, there's a lot of respect for them that I have for doing that because, you know, it's one of those, it's either, you know, it's either going to be hit or miss and it's all on me. And uh, I know these guys in diamond mine, Russ, Suzuki, Hachiman, uh, Bivens, they all have my back and I have theirs and, and we're excited to see where this thing goes. Cause it's still just, it's so new and we're still, we're week by week. It's changing from our conversations, what we're trying to do with it and you know, how we're trying to perform. It's, uh, it's interesting. It, fe- it feels so, so new and refreshing for me. Uh, Arturo who has obviously was released and he has said that he was pegged for that spot. Had you heard other names leading up to this? Like, like how much workshopping was, was done with diamond mine before you all found the perfect combination? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, names were thrown at, thrown at me and, you know, I threw names at them and just whatever they felt would be the best fit for their vision that they had, which is, you know, it's awesome for me. I personally, they have a great track record. So I trust, you know, anything that, that Hunter or Sean suggests or, you know, Johnny Russo, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, I trust them and I know that they're going to give, us the opportunity that we deserve so yeah and and it's something that i think also is good because it can it it can expand and it can expand in many ways without um having to shove every member or someone affiliated in you know in people's faces they'll just be able to see natural progression which i think would be nice so as we wrap up i Anybody that I speak to that has participated in an NXT war games, like I love to ask them about the process of that. Do you have any unique memories? Because Undisputed Era was a mainstay. And who knows, maybe maybe Diamond Mine could get involved there. I would love to see Malcolm Bivens in a war games match personally. But uh, do you have any like vivid memories of going into a war games match, being in the ring, maybe Keith Lee flying at you, taking a particularly uh, nasty fall, anything like that? Oh, now, well, I have quite a few. Obviously, my number one memory is superplexing Adam off the top. And it was just, I'm scared of heights. I know he's scared of heights. And it's just one of those things you don't even realize how high it is until you're like up there. But adrenaline's so crazy, you're like, I don't even care. I never free fall off of anything in my life, except for in that moment, especially backwards. I can't see. But yeah, and there. The one with the when, when the Viking Raiders uh, took a bad, you know, bad bump. But I mean, it's just to be expected. And in, in those matches, it, it's chaos and it it's carnage, and that's the exciting part about it. You, you know, you're not going in there not thinking that you might get banged up. You're going in there expecting the worst and hoping you know you come out as unscathed as you can. So 
man, I, I love board games. It's been awesome. That four of them, you know, four of them in a row. It's just insane. So five would be fantastic too. So, And something I've always wanted to ask you about, you popped up on, I think it was SmackDown about 15, 16 years ago against Kurt Angle. I remember that later that year I was seeing you on TNA wrestling all the time, and that was cool. It felt like you were wrestling AJ Styles every single uh, month for a while uh, between there and other places. But you you got this television exposure against Kurt Angle pretty early on. What was that like, and did he give you any feedback? Oh, it was great. Well, it's funny because I actually just went there to hang out and see uh, Molly Holly was in town, and I I went and – you know, Paul London was there. They're all the guy. I was just going to see people because it was in Tampa. And then they were like, hey, do you want to, you know, wrestle Kurt? All that. Okay. So, you know, you just can't pass like a situation like that up. But yeah, I mean, the thing that I loved about it was, you know, he was just completely honest with me about what it was. And I knew like, okay, of what I have to do, it has to be equally as physical or as intense as he's going to do. If not, no one's going to care. So it, it was actually very like heartwarming to like hear the response. Like after I just remember hit slapping him and just hitting him so hard and being like, <laughs> all right, here we go. Like, and, but it, it really was one of the highlights of my career. And I'm just really sad that me and Kurt never had an opportunity to have a uh, real one and uh, put some time in together because, you know, whew, that would have been something. I love the Molly Holly shout. Victoria told me that Molly Holly suggested the widow's peak because she saw you doing it early in your career, which oh, yeah. I think is so cool. Um, oh, Mo- she, Molly uh, Nor was the best. Uh, after she she moved on and was in WCW and wasn't training with us anymore, she always just like send me tapes because I'm around the best wrestlers in the world that do this, so I can help you as much as I can, and. That she did. Every tape that I sent to her, she responded back to me and just with footwork and, you know, focusing on my footwork. That was a big footwork for, so just every day, that's what, that was my focus. She helped me a lot, like, to become who I have in this business. And it was just from her kindness, but she's like the nicest person in the world. So wouldn't expect anything less. Well, I get the feeling we're going to see some good footwork this Tuesday. NXT on Sci Fi this week. Sci Fi. Versus Bobby Fish. Roderick Strong, thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you. Until next time, guys, we're out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.